Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hello there and welcome back to another great episode of Instagram Growth Podcast. This episode is going to be super valuable and informative for those who are selling on Instagram. Jay Hall, my guest for today, is going to share his experience. Hey, hey Jay. Jay is the chief strategist and owner of a digital marketing agency called Sync Digital Solutions. They produce over 1 million pieces of content each year and handle over $25 million in advertising and continue to study the science and art of digital. Jay believes it's his job to steer the ship, keep on top of trends and new tech, as well as produce marketing strategy that works. So welcome to the show once again, Jay. Thank you for being here today. So can you please introduce yourself and tell me more about your business and your area? Sure. Of uh, so I started out in digital marketing in 2004. Um, it's kind of hard <laughs> to put a timeline on it, but uh, essentially I was an event coordinator. I threw big events and concerts and I live in a city where if the weather is bad, which it often is, um, the show would lose money because people couldn't attend. And usually where we lost the money was on marketing because I was spending anywhere from $5,000 to $50,000 on every show in advertising. So I started out with uh, MSN Messenger, uh, 40 different MSN Messenger accounts, four people working them 24 hours a day. Uh, and we brought our advertising costs down to basically the cost of staff. And uh, from there, it was MySpace, Nexopia, and then it was then it was Facebook, <laughs> and then you know every every Instagram. Um, and uh, we work a lot with the hospitality industry, but we've worked with real estate agents and hotels and water parks and flooring companies. But we definitely specialize in hospitality. Okay, so what role does Instagram play in your today's social media marketing? Instagram strategy? is the personality network. So it uh, allows a business, a brand, or a person to be able to show off their personality better than a platform like Facebook, for example. Um, so I find that we use Instagram more to humanize a brand than anything else. Um, if you can humanize your brand and you get people to believe in the people behind your brand, then selling is, is a natural uh, progression of the deal. Yeah, I totally agree. I think when you are when your brand is transparent, so people can see a real person behind your brand, and I really like that's why doing webinars, talk to people live. I like when they see me. I like when they can ask me the question. Just it's almost face to face conversation. Yeah, you know, people say that you have if you have a business, but you don't have an Instagram account for your business, you may think that you don't have a business actually, because Instagram is on fire with its number of monthly users. And after the rollout of product tags in posts, shoppable stickers in Instagram stories and checkout, so Instagram has become a full uh, e-commerce platform. So do you think it's a good idea to sell? Yes. I think you have to have a balanced approach to your content. Um, you know, there's all the usual stuff that we do, like, uh, turning your profile into a business profile and the hashtag research and making sure you have clickable links in your ads and, uh, 
you know, partnering with, partnering with influencers. But if you want to sell on Instagram, if it starts with your content. You have to have content that gives intent, um, especially in Instagram, because on Facebook, you can just always click on a link to get more details. Instagram, you have to actually get people to go seek out that link. And that's actually a very challenging thing to do. To give anybody five seconds more work to get where they need to go is uh, it, it's 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 challenging. You you look at click through rates on Facebook and Instagram, and accounts that don't have great content that are steering towards call to actions, they're they're doing miserably on Instagram because they're just not taking advantage of the first rule, and that is create content that creates intent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm just wondering why so many people just come to the webinars or listen to podcasts or just read some articles. They try to find some secret tips to implement them into their marketing strategy, but they forget about one thing. No tips, no webinars, no podcasts, no interviews will help you if your content is <laughs> shit. Yeah. I fully agree there. Um, and the irony yeah. is that most advertising agencies like mine, we actually suck <laughs> at posting our own content because we're always so busy with everybody else's. Uh, so I find personally for an agency, Instagram is not the place to go to sell. But for most brands, for anybody, especially somebody selling anything under $500, they have to be on Instagram. They have to be taking advantage of all the tools. And the one tool that is free that nobody seems to care about <laughs> Uh, until you introduce it to them is Linktree. Linktree, it's a fantastic yeah. sales resource. Absolutely. You know, uh, talking about tools, many people complain that it's too hard to grow on the platform. But at the same time, when I ask them, hey, do you use native inbuilt Instagram features that can dramatically increase your engagement rate? For example, stories feature, countdown, question sticker, live meetings. So the fact is that they are already here in the app and you do not need to go anywhere else and to look for anything else. So, And what is more important is that they are absolutely free and easy to use. Many people just don't understand it and try to find some magic ways outside Instagram and they just don't understand that they already have everything they need on the platform. True. So what... From your point of view, uh, Instagram, what, what Instagram native tools can help you promote or sell well, One of the best products? things that people, again, ignore is um, interacting with your followers and for, with new followers. Uh, we have literally five people employed and their full-time job is to go on Instagram and talk to people, like posts, things oh. like that. For me, it's like the top of my dream. <laughs> it's... it's it's so core because if somebody puts up a happy birthday post to their dad and then you come in as a brand, you say, oh, your dad looks so happy. That's a, that's a cool cake you guys baked them or whatever. You're just showing that you actually take the time to care about your customers. And you pair, you pair that with, with all the native content uh, that you talked about, you know, being able to especially take advantage of stories and all the interactive features there. Um, some of the other tools I really like that are native to Instagram are the ability to, I, I mean, hashtag research is so important. And I think that pe most people use hashtags wrong. They, they use hashtags yeah. to express thoughts, whereas they should be using hashtags as a brand to get into other audiences, you know, hashtag, uh, 
we're awesome <laughs> isn't going to help you. Hashtag, if you're a dentist, hashtag dental and then your geographical area, that might help you. Or capitalizing on trends in the industry, like um, if there's an event, well, right now there isn't, but if there's an event in your city, uh, looking at their hashtags and going in and interacting with people on those hashtags, that will help you. Um, yes. So I find those are the three big catalysts for sales. Uh, and then again, coupling that with with Linktree. Um, and then I think you need to have a balanced ads budget too. Uh, I think it's important to have, even if it's just awareness ads, um, just to, so people can start seeing you in the space. And then if you're giving them interesting information, they're gonna end up following you and you'll end up having somebody to market to. Uh, and, and also your cost per click comes down considerably if you have an active ad out there that's grabbing followers, um, in our tests, we found that click-through rates can be half. If you have an active, if you're spending $5 a day on an ad to people that aren't your followers to gather followers, the rest of your ads to your followers will be anywhere from, in our test, from 23 to 68% cheaper. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, I have a question that I want to ask you a bit later about Instagram ads and Instagram influencer marketing. So now let's proceed with selling on Instagram. So uh, what do you think is the best look for an account that is going to sell on Instagram? I mean, some businesses I stumble upon are very well packed, so to speak. So in their stories or in their stories highlights, they have all the information about delivery terms, pricing, size, fabrics, also custom reviews and all this sort of thing. So I search for, for some account on Instagram. I find it and I, here I see all the information I need. So I don't need to go to uh, some other website. So I don't even have to leave Instagram and I don't have to call them to message them. So I have all the information. And uh, some of the accounts just provide the short description of the account of the brand and this one link or maybe on maximum link tree that leads to the website or to, that leads to other, to other social networks. So what is your opinion? What are some must-haves for Instagram accounts that want to drive? Well, the sales? first thing I think is you have to have people using whatever it is that you're trying to sell um, because people relate to people. Uh, and then I would say another big piece of the puzzle is when you're growing your account, go after people that might actually be interested in what you have to say. Uh, I, we ended up working with a brand a few years ago and their big contest idea was to, they're a car dealership and their big contest idea on Instagram was to, um, give away UFC tickets to, to, uh, a UFC event in another city. They had thousands upon thousands of followers sign up for this contest. They gave away uh, the prize and then they lost everybody because everybody just signed up for the tickets, oh. right? They don't care about getting a car. Um, so that's the, I find that that's the missing piece, especially if somebody's trying to actively gain more followers, they're just hitting follow on everybody that they find, uh, which is not <laughs> constructive at all. You know, you need to, if you're a restaurant, you need to make sure that these people have, some sort of interest in the type of food you serve. If you're a car dealership, you need to go after first the car guys because they're the ones that are going to tell all their friends what they should buy and their friends are going to listen to them. Uh, and if you get those car guys following you and you're giving quality content, they're going to put you out as a trusted source in their circle. Um, so I think it's very important to humanize, to be seen as a trusted source, to really niche down your audience and only go after and interact with people that, that you feel are going to, 
potentially buy from you. And the other thing is that most most businesses are they they try Instagram for a bit. They don't sell anything for, you know, after two months, they're like, oh, this this is a stupid platform. I hate it. Um, it's a long game. It's, uh, you know, Instagram is first a brand awareness platform and second a sales platform. So you have to actually take people on that journey. And a big core piece of it, which you just said, was you if you can do it by leaving, if they can stay on Instagram the whole time through the purchase process, then you're going to get a lot more buyers. But a lot of people love to take it, it. It's the same for every platform, especially now that Facebook launched uh, uh, recently the new Facebook shops where you can import your e-commerce store in. Um, as much as you can, it's the best advice you'll you'll get uh, for sales on Instagram. Keep them on whatever platform you have them on for as long as you can. They're, they, there's statistical data that says people are sometimes three to six times more likely to buy if they can stay on the platform that they found the product on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree. And what do you think of those businesses that sell something, so they post a photo of it, and then they they just don't mention its price? And when people ask them in comments for their price, they say, please direct message me to know the price. So to tell the truth, I never <laughs> understand what is the reason for that. Why you just can't answer in comments what the price is? Why why do you ask them to direct message you? So maybe you can explain I can this actually. phenomenon. Um, so it's a big uh, it's a big method of sales in real estate for sure. And it just kind of ballooned from there. So if you don't post your price, if you post details to entice someone to actually comment and say, hey, what's the price? What's the square footage? What's the this? What's the that? Um, what'll end up happening is if you say, well, okay, so there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. If you tell them to DM you, that's the wrong way to do it. If you message if you comment back and say hey we're gonna send you a dm check your inbox and then you dm them you're at least going with the sale and then you can post links in the dm you can chat with them privately people are more likely to give you personal information if it's a private chat uh so that's usually why uh why a, a brand will do that and i actually i firmly believe in the in the policy of doing that for large ticket items but You can't tell them to message you. That just as soon it's like giving a consumer homework. They're not going to do it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So when I see kind of these brands on Instagram, even if I like this item very much, I don't know. It's about ninety nine percent that I'm not going to direct message them, and I'm not going to ask them. So they lost one more customer, absolutely. one more potential. Customer. Yeah, and um, the other problem with with uh, brands on Instagram is that they leave people hanging for a long time. Uh, a core piece of sales yeah. is customer service. And I, I feel like tons of brands have forgotten that. And what ends up happening is you've, I mean, I, I was looking, um, so I recently grew out a COVID beard and, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I, I'm usually, I'm usually freshly shaven. So this is a different look for me, but, I started to notice as my beard was growing in that it, it was a little coarse, right? It was very, very hard. So I, I, I went and I looked up how to soften your beard. And now I have a thousand <laughs> beard ads in my Instagram uh, account. Um, but I go through most of them and people are asking questions like, is this product in here? Is this chemical in here? How does this work on this? 
and they're just nobody's replying back. And those are actual yeah. like if I ask a question on a post, I'm asking because I'm interested in what they're offering. It's, it's literally the warmest, maybe hot lead you can possibly get is somebody commenting with a question on what you're selling. Uh, and they just, yeah, they just ignore it. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. They, in yeah. fact, the beard, the beard um, oil that I end up going with to soften my beard uh, was the one brand that replied to me on Instagram. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I believe that even if you don't have so many followers on Instagram, so even if you have 1000, you can't just spend all your time 24 hours in a day on Instagram. So you can just miss that comment or, and this, uh, this person will already go to your competitor and buy from your competitor. So even if you don't have so many followers on Instagram, it's still better to, I think, to mention all these very important details in in uh, caption or so, yeah, well, the, something else. See, the thing is, is that a lot of this stuff is very common sense. It follows business practices that have been around since the horse and buggy. Um, but common sense when you're trying to run a business can be very hard to come by because you're so stressed out all the time. Uh, and I also find that a lot of businesses are making a mistake because they're successful on Instagram or because they're able to grow a following or whatever their metric is for success. They then are like, well, Snapchat and TikTok are kind of the same. So I'm going to do those too. And I look at it and say, there's so much more. You've already built up a base on Instagram and you're, there's so much more you could do to sell your products on Instagram. But now you're going to go split your attention amongst three different websites and Yes, TikTok right now has a higher engagement uh, than Instagram uh, and Snapchat, but it's it's a it's a wave. Consistently over time, you have to look you have to look at the data and say Instagram has consistently performed over the years. And there, if there's still a you know, like we have Instagram accounts where we've done every we've we've basically beat Instagram. We've done everything you can possibly do on Instagram. And it just, it's like, it's just working so well. Sales are coming in, followers every day, content's great, ads are working, everything's great. So then we go, okay, now we've got it. We beat Instagram. Now let's go add, you know, Snapchat or TikTok, whatever into it. But you can't just keep adding more networks, hoping that you're just going to spread yourself too thin. So yeah, yeah so sales, absolutely. I think is very important that you know where your audience is and you continue to... Uh, to cater to them, to treat them well. Um, you don't have to be on every platform to do that. Most of them are in Instagram. And if they're not engaging with you, that's because you're either following the wrong people or you are not engaging with other people or your content sucks. Uh, yeah. I think the last reason <laughs> is almost in, in 100% yeah, you know of cases. Um, actually, okay. uh, just quickly, the, um, the best sales technique we ever did on Instagram, we're not doing it currently because of COVID and I'm not actually, I don't have an active sales program right now because of COVID, but uh, I, I do this little segment um, once or twice a week called 60 second email question, basically because we send out a lot of emails, we get a lot of people that uh, email back questions to us. So I answer them in 60 seconds on Instagram. Almost every single one of those segments I've gotten a sale off of. Almost, yeah, and we did, I think oh. we've done 70, 74 of them, I think, by the time we stopped for COVID. So uh, that's 74 sales. And the reason why is because I'm actually 
engaging in the questions that my audience is asking. Yeah, absolutely. If we speak about selling on Instagram, I can't speak the topic of promotion. And here I chose two options. I think the most powerful and the most um, the, the famous right now. So the first one is influencer marketing and the second one, Instagram ads. So uh, what would you advise people to use? And if you advise both, then in what kind of uh, percentage? Okay, I advise using ads to create a base for your account. Um, I find that ads trying to uh, trying to reach out to current followers don't work as well as ads to, to, to people that aren't following you. Um, so I would say use that as a base. As far as influencers go, I have kind of a love-hate relationship <laughs> with the whole movement of it. Um, I find a lot of influencers are, they just really don't hold up their end of the bargain. Uh, and the ones that do are ridiculously expensive and if you were to if you were to yeah. yeah if you were to put that into like an active daily campaign uh you would get much better results the the influencers i will say that do do a good job if you're a local brand and there's local inst uh, local influencers that are that don't have a lot of products on their feed. The problem is, you know, there's a guy in my city, for example, he's kind of like the guy about town. He's always everywhere. He's always out every single night. I don't know how he does it, um, but he's always posting all these bu these businesses. And I said to him one day, I said, you know, do, do you get anything as, as like, do, you, do people buy because of this? And he said, they used to, they don't anymore. And I can't figure out why. And I said, Because you're posting like a hundred businesses a day, like how is anybody gonna? They're just gonna flip past because they're like, well, this is just gratuitous advertising for every business in this city. Um, so it's great to have active influencers, but they shouldn't be actively selling all the time. So that's one metric you should look out for. The other one is making sure that they have your niche. A lot of influencers just don't have, you know, like just because. So just because a person is a woman doesn't mean that she can sell beauty products to her audience. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so you really have to get to know the influencers, which can kind of be a challenge because they want quick, fast money. They don't really want to get to know you uh, for the most part. Um, but that's kind of, I would say that's probably the best way to look for an influencer to sell your products is to reach out to them. And if they engage in conversation and if they're willing to talk to you about their audience and then you, you're off to a good start. But if you talk to an influencer, you're like, Hey, I have, I see that you have a bunch of people that like face cream. I don't know. Uh, and uh, I want to sell face cream. Would you want to partner up? And they just send you back a rate sheet and say, yeah, just let me know what you want to pay. Just skip them. But if they reply back and say, well, uh, yeah. I need, uh, I need to try your face cream first. I need to make sure it's credible. Then you're going, oh, okay, it's a person with actual uh, scruples and morality, and they're not just going to sell anybody anything. Like Kim Kardashian yeah. got caught for right yeah. in the beginning, right? She sold, she marketed a face cream that left people with rashes all over their face. You know, so now she doesn't <laughs> market anything without, well, she doesn't test it. Her people test it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you said that there is an account that posting too much, too many businesses in one day, and 
to tell the truth, I don't understand how base why these businesses are turning to such kind of influencers. Don't they understand them? Don't they understand it themselves? No, I don't think they do. And I think the reason why is because as much as digital marketing has become an essential part of business, it's still kind of the joke in the boardroom. And it's weird because, well, I'll give you a good example. So we have a brand that's very corporate we work with. They have 18 restaurants across the country. And um, they, they, every meeting I went into, they'd always make fun of digital marketing. Oh, an email list. Nobody opens emails anymore. Uh, you know, be, because they read an article <laughs> headline one time that says email's dead, right? Or um, they see the term influencer and they just want to go after every influencer because all they know is that influencers are the new thing, right? So, yeah, so they don't oh, really I go into it. the details of it. But this brand that we had that kept making jokes every time I'd come in and, and do meetings with them, what ended up happening was when COVID hit, they couldn't do anything. The only way that they could sell without ads was their email list. And their email list was compiled from Instagram, Facebook, and all that, because you don't own your audiences there, right? So I'm always saying to people, try to get emails out of people so you can always reach them. But yeah. the email list is what saved their business uh, because we were able to reach out to people directly. We hadn't used it in a, in a really, you know, we weren't sending weekly emails at the time. Um, and uh, their email list is now driving 90% of their sales and their business through this period. Yeah, just yesterday I hosted a webinar dedicated to Instagram secrets and one of the secrets was exactly have an email list because Instagram is not ours and the following, also our following is not ours and it can decide just to shut things down or change the algorithm or get bought out or whatever. And if you have an email list, then you can stay still. Yeah, and, and that's a big piece that businesses don't want to do. But we actually, I have those people that interact on Instagram from agency, they go in and they DM people that are followers and say, hey, how's your day? And then, well, it's good, I guess. You know, they're like totally thrown by it. Um, and then say, you know, like, uh, you know, mention a couple things off their profile, get them nice and, you know, relax in the conversation. Just say, you know what, like, I love interacting with you on Instagram, but I can definitely interact with you better through email and you never, and I, I like to be honest, like you never know what Facebook and Instagram are going to do. So if I can get your emails so that we never lose touch, that'd be great. And 99% of people will, will give that, that email up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice tactic and nice approach really. So Jay, how can my audience learn more about you and what um, you Well, the best way to learn about me is LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Um, so I'm just Jay Hall on, Insta on, uh, on LinkedIn. Um, if you want to learn more about our agency from an organic standpoint, then Instagram, uh, it's uh, syncds.agency. Um, and then uh, if you want to learn like the nuts and bolts of what we do, our site is actually going back live tomorrow. We're launching a whole new bunch of products and, and services. Uh, Oh, Thank you. It's just, you know, you got to address the changes in the world right now, right? Um, so we're doing this big launch, uh, but our website is syncds.agency as well, and you can find out everything you need to know about us. Okay. Thank you for the interview. And my question, um, what message would you leave, would you like to leave my listeners um, with? Don't be that headline person. Don't be the person that gets influencers because you read it in a headline. Don't, don't, you know, really, <laughs> if you're going to be on a platform such as Instagram, if you want to actually make sales, learn the platform or hire someone that, that knows it for you. Because 
you're better off not being in the space if you're just going to treat it like it's you know a, a fifth rate option in your marketing plan. Yeah, I think it's a very yeah, wise advice. <laughs> so thank you for coming today, and thank you. Thank for you very much. Thanks knowledge. for having me. You too. Have a good day. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.